Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? It's that time again. Welcome to Snowbound, the Blizzard podcast brought to you by ReadyCheckRadio.com. I'm your host, Mike Byrne. We've got a lot of Blizzard stuff to go over, including 9.05. We were just going to say, hey, uh, Blizzard went ahead and queued it up on their vendor, but it's not quite ready. But instead, right before the show, since we're starting late, we find out we know what's in it. And it's predominantly system stuff. But we'll go through all of it, and apparently we'll cover the show notes four or five times. According to the notes that my lovely co-host wrote, Mr. Dom Greco, a.k.a. Zisto. What's up this evening, sir? How's it going? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How 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 are you? What what do you what do you got now? Doing well. Happy birthday to what? us, having two show hosts' birthdays one week apart. Birthday cake. Mm-hmm. This is true. This is true. Yeah, we are mm-hmm. less than a week apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is. I do not have cake. I had a sandwich before mm-hmm. the show. I had a turkey sandwich. Mm-hmm. I'll be having Disney cake. Wearing a mask, of course. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also on the line, Miss Angela Mercurio, aka Indy. How are you? Hi, I'm awesome. Thanks. It was my plan all along to be late. <laughs> Just be late because you knew that sweet, sweet 9:05 <laughs> stuff was I, coming. I could sense it. <laughs> you had you had a feeling. You just had a yeah. feeling. It's one of those yeah. things that you just you have a feeling. We're gonna get to that in a me. minute, though. We're gonna get you to that. You can always count on me to have feelings. Aww. It is I Valentine's like Day. It is almost Valentine's Day. We've got five days. Five Love's days. Love is in the air. Love is in the air, I hear. We'll talk about that in a little bit, too. But we've been talking uh, in the last couple of weeks in our Blizzard news about their financials upcoming. If you've listened to previous shows on Spotify or you watch them on YouTube, we would appreciate it if you head on over to readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O, Dot com. Follow all the socials there, and hell, even join us, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio for a live show. Hang out and chat. Everybody's being, you know, basically chat, so you can come and, and be chat, too. Uh, we'd love to have you, so and tell your friends, tell your friends. But on those previous shows, we were teasing that their financials were coming, and, uh, you know, so they came, and guess what? They're, they're, doing, they're doing pretty okay, Dom. They're doing just a little. They're doing pretty okay. So, uh, in terms of millions, by the way, in terms of millions, the outlook for the fourth quarter for Activision Blizzard was two thousand and one millions of dollars. Right? They they always break this down so the spreadsheet's not full of all these zeros. Right? Uh, they came in at two thousand four hundred and thirteen two thousand four hundred and thirteen million that is a boat ton of money that is 413 million above their outlook for q4 above their outlook for q4 just just a little bit yeah 2020 did break the eight mark we were talking about uh, on the previous show uh they did end up breaking the eight bill the eight billion mark oh my I mean, that is just so much stupid money. <laughs> it's just so much stupid money. <sighs> a 
Of course, Bobby Kotick had some stuff to say on the financial call. Indy said, in a year filled with adversity, our extraordinary employees were determined to provide connection and joy to our 400 million players around the world. They accomplished this as well as generating record financial results for our shareholders under difficult circumstances, but with the same conviction and focus, they will continue to do so in 2021. And I can't help but think, if you were an Activision, particularly a Blizzard employee over 2020, particularly and even late 2019, uh, those ones impacted by layoffs, you really just can't read that statement without saying, fuck you. <laughs> Maybe it's just yeah. me. No, it's not just you. And I, I think this is totally what, well, I mean, we talked about this probably a couple weeks ago and I'm like, yeah, this is, this is probably what's going to happen because everybody's home due to the pandemic. Blizzard's not going to suffer. Um, their employees shouldn't have suffered because they're doing really well. I mean, they're, this is a, if anything, the pandemic is like the era for gamers because we, we can, we can safely quote unquote socialize and play together from the safety of our own little hobbit holes. Yeah, it kind of it's like a yeah, catch twenty two for me. Go ahead, Zista. I'm even seeing a research in Call of Duty that I didn't expect. You know, yeah. a lot of people are playing that, and it, that just that blows my mind. Yeah, like, we were going to break it down a little bit. We weren't going to go into too yeah. much that was outside of of Blizzard's purview, but uh, on the Activision side, Call of Duty premium unit sales went up forty percent year over year. Um, yeah, Black Ops Two, I think, was the last Call of Duty game I played. That was forever ago. Yeah. And, and average user spends are just up across the board in that game. And this is kind of like a catch-22 for me, like working in the gaming business. There are companies that I'm like, you know what? I'm glad they're making a lot more money and somebody is doing some good things uh, or at least having good things happen to them in the, the realm of a pandemic where lots of bad things are happening to awful lots of people. But then there are companies like this that I'm like, I don't really want them to be exceeding the expectations <laughs> to this degree because I know how budgeting for the next fiscal year works and it's not going to be this way forever. I'm God willing, it's not going to be this way forever. 2021 is going to be messy, right? We don't know if it's going to be two more months messy, a whole year messy, a lot depends on, you know, vaccine rollouts and all kinds of stuff like that. But uh, we know it's going to be at least partially messy. When you go into a year of, quote, normality, having budgeted for huge expectations off of previous year builds, which is what most of these companies will do, that invariably ends badly for line-level employees most of the time, Zista. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. As uh, Missy was saying, uh, I think earlier in chat, uh, she goes, oh, don't worry. They need more layoffs. You know? Yeah. On the wild side, I mean, we do want to look at this from a positive, right? Games we love are doing well. That's always a good thing. Teams that we appreciate what they do are getting to continue to make this stuff and be gainfully employed and hopefully uh, not living under crunch and, and pain in the ass conditions. But so let's talk a little bit about the financials on the Blizzard side of things. World of Warcraft saw strong engagement across both the classic and modern game modes. The full year franchise net bookings grew 40% year over year, reaching the highest level in nearly a decade. So again, 
as we've talked about so often on this show, Indy, you really have to go back to Wrath of the Lich King to see WoW doing as well as it's doing right now. Yeah, uh, this I say this all the time, and there's a lot of people who disagree with me, but I believe the current content is the best they've done since Wrath of the Lich King. I'm not saying it's better than, but it's it's up there. Yeah. Um, and then having vanilla also available, which to me isn't vanilla. I choose not to play it, but that that's also enticing to a lot of people who didn't get to experience it. So I think on both sides, things are looking really good right now. Yeah, and you mentioned classic uh, on there as well. That's obviously Zista something that we're going to probably look for in 2021. In a couple of weeks, I would imagine we'll hear something official on this, but we'll we'll probably look for another big splash in classic as Burning Crusade is added to the server. Yep, 100%. Not uh, even a doubt in my mind that that's getting yeah. announced at BlizzCon. Yeah, no doubt. Um, World of Warcraft player and engagement trends since the Shadowlands release, right? So now we're, you know, three and a half, four-ish months. Um, yeah, it was right early November. Yeah, so like four months. Uh, trends since the release are stronger than levels typically seen at this point after an expansion launch. So... Indy, to your point, not a flash in the pan. Everybody come back, check out the expansion, and then, oh, yeah, I'm out of here for the the gear grind or, or for whatever because there's nothing else to do. I've run all the dungeons, you know. Uh, there's people, always stuff to do. People are sticking around longer. And then, of course, we've got the 30th anniversary uh, and BlizzCon line coming up, which we get to look forward to a lot of other items. Now, one thing that was talked about here in the financial call that might be a surprise to some people uh there are warcraft games under development right now bobby Kotick confirms that there are games in development in the warcraft ip they're mobile they're mobile I'm, i mean i'm Man. still pre-registered for diablo immortal yeah still, not we're not talking about diablo yet. immortal and i guess the, technically we should say we're not talking about Hearthstone because technically I guess that does, you know, Warcraft IP and mobile. But no, we're talking about other things that have not been announced. They are working on multiple mobile Warcraft uh, experience is, experiences in advanced development stages. Kodak went on to say that they will be delivering more frequent premium content. As part of this strategy, Blizzard is deep in development on not one, but multiple free-to-play Warcraft experiences for mobile. His quote, in our fran Warcraft franchise, we intend to deliver more frequent premium content to sustain and expand the World of Warcraft community. And we've made multiple mobile free-to-play Warcraft experiences, and they're now in advanced development based on our franchise's beloved IP. And I just, you know, I don't know. Call me jaded. I can't think of a better way to kick a beloved IP in the face, Indy. I'm so here's the thing I'm for mobile apps that complement you know the game so those things are great and awesome to have do I want to see a World of Warcraft game on mobile absolutely not like if it's like a companion that's got like a like a lore companion where you can go through and like experience the the story on an app absolutely but I don't want to be playing the game with mobile players not that I think they'd ever do crossplay. Oh God. Yeah, don't. I don't think this is World <laughs> of Warcraft. Like I read this as more of, and Chad is is joking about it, but just it's kind of the way I see it going. 
you know, a, a raid legends with World of Warcraft characters or Warcraft, you know, characters, Jaina's and Thralls and and all that stuff. Eh, or maybe or, I don't see this as World of Warcraft at all. And and I don't think through his quote it even implies that. I think it's more things in the Warcraft universe that we'll be yeah. doing on mobile, not World of yeah, Warcraft yeah. mobile. Like as like Missy said in chat. Unique. Yeah, like Missy said in chat, she wants Pet Battle mobiles. Like, I've been wanting that forever. Like, since Pet Battles were in the game, and then they, I think it was what? They came out in Mists of Pandaria, and then the next expansion was Warlords of Draenor, and Draenor had the companion app, uh, so you could do your mission tables and stuff like that. And I was like, why can't we do this with Pet Battles? Like, I would play the hell out of Pokemon Go World of Warcraft Edition. Like, that should have been a thing already a long time ago. If that's something that comes over, I'd be super, super stoked, super happy for that. Uh, I'd also, I'm not against World of Warcraft Four. I mean, not World of Warcraft, uh, Warcraft Four. Warcraft Four uh, coming to to uh, to mobile. That would be, I think, decent, interesting. And and Krell in chat saying, you know, there are good mobile games. It all comes down to monetization. And I wouldn't disagree with the sentiment there. But the problem is, we're talking about Activision Blizzard. There are already high-flung debates about the monetization of Diablo Immortal, and that is in early alpha testing, for lack of a better term. They were calling it like some technical test or whatever. But there were already debates over the monetization in that game. I just don't trust the monetization here. Like, yeah, I'd love for you to be able to do pet battles, but I have to I have to wonder why they would do it, right? Like, in, in the offices of old Blizzard, maybe they would say, this is really cool, let's try it. In the offices of current Blizzard, I imagine, okay, if we're going to well, do that, how can we make money on it? If you look at the, the amount of money, though, that Pokemon Go makes, and they do, they make a tremendous amount of money doing little microtransactions and all these things. If you made exclusive pets that you could only get through this app that then worked in your World of Warcraft game and they were cross-compatible and stuff like that, I think it would blow up. I really do. You agree, Indy? Yeah. Well, the thing is, for me and mobile, you guys know how I feel about mobile. Like, it's as long as it's completely independent of the game. So, like, what we're talking about in chat, uh, I wanted to just remark on like the pet battle thing. If you can acquire a pet on mobile easier, let's say trap one that's like rare, then people who don't play the mobile game will have an issue with that because it's so easy to get on mobile. So, as long as it's completely like unique, I don't have an issue with any of the, the mobile games. Do I think they're going to microtrans the? crap out of everything absolutely i mean this is a company that absolutely shanked the warcraft uh remake uh the the warcraft reforged remake so yeah. <laughs> i mean they absolutely just like just shit the bed on on that one <laughs> so i i don't i don't have a lot of faith right now like we'll see maybe i'll be proven wrong i'm not a huge mobile gamer myself even though i got a fucking dual screen cell phone um, but there are a few that I play, but the monetization always is, is the sticking point. You know, I come from running a free to play website where Jason Winter and I look at this stuff all day, every day. We're just like, we know who does it right. We know who does it badly. And Activision Blizzard is not a company that does it right. They even screwed Ooh. up monetization in Hearthstone, a game that's been out for years and years and years in its most recent patch, making people feel like we've got to pay now before the backlash then, forced changes. 
then on the flip side, even though Warcraft is like a subscription game, you have to look at their microtransactions within the game. And I think for the most part, they're pretty reasonable. Stuff that I'd say like character boosts and and server changing and stuff like that is a little pricey, but I, I think that's intentional to prevent people from abusing that system. True, I'll give you that. But if World of Warcraft didn't have the subscription, I would expect their monetization be to be far more egregious because mm -hmm. that's just the MO of Activision sitting on top yeah. of them. Um, you know, in chat, they could probably monetize the crap out of it and I would even buy into this. You know how like, um, these are old Fable games, but do you remember how they, they uh, released the pub games because people enjoyed those oh, little yeah. mini games within the game so much that yeah. they released just those. So if Blizzard released the games within the game that you could do back in, um, was it BFA where you could do that, that little uh, ley line puzzle thing? And the bejeweled one and uh all the puzzle games that you can do in the game if they release that on an app and microtransacted that one i would probably be dumb enough to pay money to play those because i love those games uh kiggles in chat bringing up our subs even their main form of income from wow with you being able to buy subs with gold well so on the subs with gold portion somebody is buying that for, at first, before it is purchased with gold. Uh, so I don't think you can say that that detracts from sub income because it's still sub income. Somebody is buying that thing. Yeah, somebody's paying for that token before they right. put on the auction house for you um, to buy with gold. But, and I would venture, I would venture the no, that the subs probably aren't the main form of income, particularly right after and for, let's say, the first year of an expansion, but they do become the sustainable income when you get start getting into the the long teeth of the expansion before the next one um so yeah i would i would agree kiggles that maybe you know you don't look at the subs as the be all end all of the blizzard numbers anymore where during wrath of the lich king you absolutely did um and that era you absolutely did but i think they are a big sustainability factor of you know a year out of two years in each cycle at, at minimum. And Indy wants to know, Kiggles, if <laughs> if you will run a Mythic Plus with her. Uh, speaking of the expansion, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> we were originally just going to let you know that, hey, 9.05, patch 9.05 has shipped to prepping stages of being released. We didn't know what was in it, uh, but we were going to just kind of speculate on what could be in it and... Does this still jive with us thinking that 9.0, uh, 9.1 will be, you know, around the end of February into the beginning of March as we all start hitting 40 in our renown uh, levels and everything? But right before the show, we actually got details that of what 9.05 contains and the fact that it is now open on the public test realm if you want to go and check it out. And so here's the two big things, right? Kyvax taking to the forums to really say this one's this patch is a little different. It's going to focus almost exclusively on systems responding to a lot of feedback from the community. Not going to be like huge content dumps of anything, but a lot of system changes, bugs, tweaks, and these two big concepts. The first, upgradable mythic keystone gear and the return of valor points. Uh, Kyvax saying, we've seen a lot of feedback about the pros and cons of the various sources of gear in the Shadowlands endgame. After a rewarding first few weeks, we know that many dungeon-focused players reached a point 
where the only relevant rewards from the system come from the Great Vault. While the Vault should represent a major goal and the source of the best rewards the endgame has to offer, we want to find a way for the loot from the chest at the end of a challenging Mythic Keystone run to feel relevant without bringing back random upgrade systems, such as Warforging, which partially solved this problem in the past. We also want to provide a more consistent reward for the effort players who do not receive an item at all. Now, they go on to explain a little bit of the framework uh, for how this is going to work, being able to initially only level your gear from a Mythic Keystone dungeon to 200, then accomplishing some uh, things at higher difficulty to get them to 213 by running 10s and stuff, and then item level 220 by completing the Keystone Master Achievement for all the plus 15s, so unlocking the ability to take them all the way up to the 220 mark. Currency used to upgrade the Mythic Keystone gear uh, is Valor, which is earned from completing Mythic Keystone dungeons or by doing Covenant callings with a weekly cap. Upgrade costs will vary by item slot and will be consistent across all item levels. Yay ou nay, Zista? <sighs> I don't know. I, like, I'm kind of excited for Valor points because... It was an interesting system, but at, at the same hand, I'm like, this is something else for me to farm every week. You know, like I've already gotten into my rhythm of what I need to farm, the amount of time it takes. And, you know, um, I'm starting to like, I didn't do Torghast last week because I'm like, I'm getting close to my cap. I'll get there eventually. I'm not building anything else until they add anything. So I'm like, I don't have to worry about doing Torghast every single week now. But it's like, now it's like, there's a weekly cap on this. And if I want to upgrade my gear now, I have to make sure I hit that cap every week. Just an additional step for me to worry about. Indy, you feel in the same boat, or does this open up the gear upgrade, lack of gear upgrade that some people have been screaming on the forums they're feeling now? Yes and no. Uh, yes, it's going to be more farming, but you're still going to have to acquire the gear to upgrade. So it doesn't, I don't see anything in here that says you can upgrade loot that you get out of your vault. It says drops from Mythic Plus. So I don't know if that counts. Like if vault gear counts, but barring that, you're still going to have to run these mythics. You're still going to have to do them timed. So there's no more, um, you know, just spend like two hours in a mythic plus 15 just to get that guaranteed piece in your vault. You actually have to time this stuff to unlock the higher eye levels. Mm -hmm. It's still going to be work. And yeah. and I think to some degree, people are still going to complain about this, but it, it's definitely a step in the right direction. Like, well, the week way after week, I keep getting stuff in my vault that I can't use. I don't the use the way I'm hands. reading it. The way I'm reading it is if you complete every keystone dungeon yeah. on a mm -hmm. 10, then you can upgrade any piece of gear that you own up to item level 213. Yeah, um, I, I didn't look, read it like that. Uh, okay. I, I think I'm more with indie that they're talking because they do specifically reference we want to find a way for the loot from the chest at the end of a challenging mythic keystone run to feel relevant without bringing back random upgrade systems. So to me, this kind of, and again, we haven't jumped on the server to check it. It is on the PTR if you guys want to go check it out uh, and, and we're right, right or wrong, put it in the comments, definitely. But it says gear from mythic keystone dungeons is now upgradable. Because I saw this earlier on Wowhead in, in the little summary that they had posted. It said the item level ceiling that you can upgrade depends on your Mythic Plus progress. Yeah, says no, that does. That does. All I'm pointing out is that you cannot upgrade any gear. It, you okay. have to, it has to be gear from Mythic Keystone Dungeons. 
Um, okay. It says gear from Mythic Keystone Dungeons is now upgradable initially with a cap a cap of item level 200. Then yeah, you have to do all of your all of the mythics at plus five, all the mythic mythics at plus ten, all of the mythics at plus fifteen to open up those two hundred seven, two thirteen, and two twenty caps, respectively. I'm curious if you take a vault reward that is from a mythic plus dungeon and it it happens to be lower, you know, eye level than than what you're able to upgrade to. If you can upgrade that, like that's. I I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of people restoring uh, disenchanted items. <laughs> <laughs> if it has to come from if it has to come from a mythic plus there's stuff that i probably dusted would have used if it was higher eye level but dusted because it wasn't so and i'm curious if they retroactively count too like if it's yeah. stuff that you have to earn after the patch they might yeah they might do that as well well so some of that feedback we'll kind of uh get into here in a minute because i think this line of thought that that we're exploring here they actually do address, but all, but in the context of the other big change that they're making, um, and that's covenant and legendary legendary tuning. Uh, they say we've deliberately used a very light touch with any hot fixes that might affect covenant or legendary balance, as we're keenly aware of the resources players have invested in those systems. A patch, however, allows for ample notice for the community and a testing and feedback loop that should help ensure that we don't intentionally undermine your investment in your covenant or legendary items. Uh, in many changes, cases, the changes are improvements to legendary items and covenant class abilities that have seen comparatively less use by players. Our goal with these changes is to provide more gameplay options for crafting and utilizing legendary items. So they do specifically kind of talk about, we don't want to undermine decisions you've already made. Now they don't say that in the mythic portion, <laughs> which is kind of where you two were going with it. You know, I wonder, does this take into account things I've already had or things I've grabbed in the last, whatever, two patch reset or two uh, weekly resets or you know some arbitrary term. Uh, so I don't think so, but it does seem like they are thinking along those lines when it comes to, covenant abilities but all our covenant cho choices and uh, abilities but also legendary tuning which i think they're right they have to be really really careful with this one sister yeah yep because it's it's interesting too because if you think about it and it's not if if it isn't retroactively upgraded and then you disenchant something and then reclaim it from the mail is that a new item, you know, like a new ID, is it considered part of the new stuff or are they literally, I don't know how that works, you know, like from a system standpoint. Um, but yeah, that would that would flood the uh, the restore market. What is that, the uh, ship of Theseus? <laughs> like, like how many parts do you replace on the ship before it's no longer the ship of Theseus? Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> how many times do you reclaim that bitch from your mailbox? <laughs> before yeah. it's no longer the mythic you picked up initially. It's a totally different uh, piece of gear. Uh, Indy, I don't know. As somebody that's currently running, you know, I think like 205 or 206-ish, right? Um, I didn't check my vault today. I was really, busy, really busy with work. So I got to hit the vault today. So I maybe I'll be a point or two higher. Maybe, right? Got, I need a fucking weapon. Um, really badly. <laughs> I really badly need it. This seems like, okay, uh, we're going to talk about anima later, and uh, and we're going to return to this idea that I just feel like mythics aren't worth it. 
like the higher higher you go yeah okay knocking out one mythic 10 to ensure uh, a nice drop in in the vault at, at a 220 great that's fantastic you know and that's not a huge pain in the ass but i don't know there were just days that in world of warcraft where i didn't care i would just grind dungeons over and over and over and over again and i loved every minute of it you know hoping for that drop and while it always sucked not getting it, and I understand why we don't do certain things the way we did in the past anymore because the player base doesn't really want it that way, I still feel like high-end mythics, you know, let's say tens and up, there is a huge not worth it problem for me right now. I'm I still don't I'm enjoy the actually, timer. I'm going to contradict my usual opinion because I believe loot should be hard to get. I don't believe that the game should be this loot pinata like Legion was. Um, I'll never forget in Legion, I was just randomly questing through a cave and I looted a, a chest and I got my Bis legendary belt out of a chest for nothing but opening a chest. So when that happened, I was like, yeah, loot needs to be hard again. But to the point where we're talking about mythic pluses, you know, I ran a painful 14 this week and I got an offhand in my vault and I don't use offhands. So is it absolutely frustrating to do that like one high mythic plus that's like might be painful, might have horrible affixes for that one item, that one shot every week to get an item that might be an upgrade? I mean, it kind of sucks because I think it's been three or four weeks since I got something I could actually use. Um, and then if you're just grinding the mythic pluses for a chance at loot every run, that's going to be a huge disappointment because actually timing some of these higher mythic keys is incredibly hard. Yeah. Um, and even if you time it, not everybody's getting something. There's always going to be yeah. people who run them time and time again and get nothing. Yeah, and I think they're, that's the aspect that hurts the most. They're yeah. definitely hard for the average player. Um, a little bit like the above average player. Like I, I run sometimes with with the guild group, and and we have you know a little bit people undergeared in, in one department or another and it's a little bit of a struggle and then you know i have some friends that run you know actual mythic raiding groups and you go in and it's just like you take one tank just their tank from that that group and it's night and day dungeon run it's just like it's insane like how one person can make in the entire difference on that so um pretty sure i don't know i, just I, I called think the timers are not, reasonable I'm not, I'm not sure but i feel no, no, little, no, 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 i feel definitely. a little called out there indy not, like not why did about... why did Zista's example have to be a tank, Indy? Because the last one that I ran was a tank. The last one I ran with a mythic friend was a tank, and it was just like some of their strategies were insane, like stuff I never would have thought of. And it's just like, yeah, okay, you know, and like they have the paths all mapped out. They know exactly which mobs to pull, which well, not to pull. Help. If this gets pulled accidentally, that means we don't have to pull this later on. Like they have it all mapped out, and it's insane. And yeah. It's just like. Those are the level players. You just get one of those players in your group and you're making that time, you know, because unless like something kind of, outstandish happens. The tank's leading the way. They're they're yeah. the the leader and and if they know exactly what needs to get pulled and the group's just moving moving moving, that's definitely helpful. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm talking about weeks where there's just terrible affixes and you have a group maybe with one undergeared DPS and it's just just yeah. rough. I I'll say really I did not rough. like the storming of affix last week. I'm not a fan. So it's let me ask terrible. you to this then, before we move on to uh, events that are, are running on, including the weekly bonus event. Let me just throw a hypothetical out there. Do you like the way gear works now? Or 
would you be more in favor of something a little more old school in a particular boss at a particular mythic rate has this as its loot table and every time you kill it you're guaranteed a drop but you have no idea whether it's going to be the one you're after or one of these six other ones and so you run that dungeon that mythic five six seven eight or nine has the same loot table you just keep banging that away until you get it or have the improvements we've made over time since let's say uh burning crusade wrath of the lich king and and cataclysm that whole window which was the very find the dungeon that has the thing you want and go run it until you get it um have things changed for the better now in in Shadowlands, or are we kind of in a an odd limbo where we're not really in favor of either one right now? I will say in raids, I feel like the appropriate numbers of loot are dropping. I think that's not an issue, but it's the like the loot the luck protection, I guess uh, you could say, is not functioning quite right because we've had people, myself included, in our our main raid and under normal and heroic where three weeks in clearing six or seven bosses on heroic got not one drop and that that does not feel good you know other than anima everybody's like oh we got our anima again you know like <laughs> so three weeks in a row that's a little excessive you know but like i could get drops in, in mythic plus and stuff like that and we have a lot of our raid members who are frustrated and be like why am i even playing this i haven't gotten a drop in three weeks like not even like a drop i couldn't use literally not a drop at all so yeah, and I like just that, look back at like I is this the you you and I and and we we both most of the time are able to make the alt run and help other people out and stuff like that for for the raid, uh, for gearing up alts or gearing up guild members that are that are a little behind where we're at. I'm three or four points behind you, but they're three or four points behind me type deal. Um, yeah. it's almost like <laughs> it it almost hurts seeing the same alts in the raid week after week, after week, after week. Not because they don't know the fights and they're not doing well. Uh, you know, the, the alt raid is typically right now at like, like six out of, or six or seven out of 10, but because they're just not getting the drops. <laughs> and so the same alts are coming to the alt raid every single week just to try and, and gear these things up a little bit. Maybe they're two points higher this week because they, they got something nice out of their, their vault. So I will I, say the one know. system in this game that I miss more than anything is the loot council. Like we use that when we first formed this guild and we were very like we had a, a very good council team and we would actually take somebody random from the raid into the, the council um, every week. So like people got to rotate out, figure out how it worked, see how our, our system worked, how we talked and discussed and, and voted on things. And um, it worked great. Like everybody loved that system. And then it was like last expansion or the expansion before they just wiped it out and said, you couldn't do it anymore. And like, I feel that really hurt because you get these people that are on a luck streak of, of like, you know, our, uh, our death Knight Rob who, who plays with us. And, and he's literally gone three or four weeks now without a single loot piece at all. And it's like, we would take that stuff into consideration and, and, you know, he would walk out with some gear occasionally, you know, like, that's just not an option right now, and it, it, it hurts. Yeah, and there's nothing worse than going into a raid or challenging content already being pissed off, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, already being in a bad mood. It's not even mood. an option, though. Yeah. Because yeah. And then, when that changed, you're, you're talking about, well, I understand that's not going to work for everybody because most people uh, pug raid and or join 
um, pre-made raids that are in the, the group finder and stuff like that, you're not going to have the level of trust or knowledge of other people to know right. how to distribute loot. But in pre-made raids, that's a huge advantage because you're literally distributing the loot to who benefits most from it. And then there's no issues. There's no wasted loot. There's no, none of that. Um, so it's a shame that that's not an option. And I think that the issue with the valor that I have is that you're, you're grinding a currency that you need a piece of loot in order to use it for. So rather than using the currency to obtain a piece of loot, you need to go and obtain that piece that's so hard yeah. to obtain in the first place. It doesn't, to upgrade it, it. it doesn't. And that's what I kind of <laughs> laughed at looking at this, like, Okay, great. I can upgrade it, but I still have to get it. Yeah. Right. And that's the problem right now is the getting you it. You might have part. a capped level of all these current. You might have like capped out on Valor and you don't have the piece to upgrade. Like, what good is that? <laughs> right. Oh, well. It'll be interesting. Check it out on the PTR 905, available now. Uh, and let us know. Put it in the comments over on YouTube or over on readycheckradio.com. While you're in-game checking your great vault, I keep saying that so that I can remember to go check my freaking great vault after the show because <laughs> I was very busy today. Uh, you can take part in a number of festivities. First up, we've got the Lunar Festival already underway, and then the Love is in the Air event where Zista's hanging out right now. What's, what's that? That's the Love Rocket Dungeon right there. Oh, speaking of loot that doesn't drop. <laughs> we got that event that just started as well. So, gang, let us know. Indy, what should we be going for as new players, as returning players, as people who have not completed these things in the past? What can we look forward to in both the Lunar event and the Love is in the Air event? Well, I, I'm a huge like event uh, player. I, I got the what a long, strange trip. It's been a long, long time ago. So I used to enjoy doing these events, but some of them have really cute, unique rewards, titles. Um, there's a seasonal boss in uh, the Lunar Festival. I don't know what they drop, but we do know what drops in the uh, Shadowfang Keep, and that is the elusive Love Rocket. Uh, you can farm it as many level 50s as you have per day. So I only have like four or five level 50s. I'm going to be trying four to five times a day to get this mount. And uh, the disappointment will just continue. Just be prepared. You know, the loot the loot disappointment does so, not end in Shadowlands. So it when we come back it. next week, you'll be all pissed off about your mythic gear situation and your love rocket situation. We'll yep. be doubly pissed off. <laughs> Zista, you have a stunning one character you can do this on. I think I think I might have two. I think I <laughs> I may have leveled my rogue to cap during BFA. I think that was a thing. And actually, now that I'm thinking of it, I do have an alliance demon hunter that was cap uh, last expansion as well. So I might have three. Man, Indy think... just does not let up on the alliance thing. Damn. Do you think? Uh, I have a level fifty-five alliance. I'm you know oh. equally as guilty oh. here. Everybody I just had to give her. Oh. Yeah, I know it's like cringeworthy. Um, uh, do you think that they made it level fifty to farm this mount because they want people to buy boosts just to farm it multiple times? Does the boost go to fifty? I thought it went to forty-eight. Oh, does it? I, I don't. I'm off the top of my head. I thought it went to forty-eight. Well, I'm in game right now. Let's see. Shop services. Either way, it would be it would be kind of clever on their part 
to do that. Oh, no. It goes to 50. Because in yeah, previous right. years, yeah, level 50. you could farm this at a much lower level. All you needed to do was be like level to mount, I think, or something like that. <laughs> 60 bucks. Yeah, do you think they're just trying to Son make it of like them. A, 60 bucks? Are you kidding like me? That's what I'm saying. Like, some of the systems are excessive in here, but I think it's to prevent abuse, you know? Like, you, you don't want new players coming in and dropping No, money don't give me that shit. It is not that high price because we want to prevent abuse. <laughs> that is not it at all. I mean, there's other reasons, too, but I think that's part of it. I'm not saying it's the sole reason. I don't know if it's even on the list, brother. Well, I think we'll have to agree to disagree on that one. Um, you know, you know, if they made it five dollars, that everybody would oh, use yeah. it. Nobody would level ever. You know, yeah. so like it's it's part of it. That's what I'm saying. It's part of it. I don't know. We'll see. Um, bonus events this week: pet battles. And we got the pets in a Torghast uh, event. Kind of works like the previous Torghast one where you can have the, the companion with you uh, if you pick Don't that you particular Turn animal. into it? Yeah, yeah, you turn into it this time. I'm talking yeah. about being at the beginning. If you're presented with that and you take that anima option, you will change your anima options throughout, uh, throughout the rest of the Torghast run. If you don't take the one that turns you into the pet then you won't get the rest along the way. So it works like the companion oh, but, event a few weeks But I ago. believe you could ride the players who do. Yeah. That's pretty so, sweet. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Are either of you, uh, you, you... You both mentioned pet battles. I mean, this is the definitely the time to to level them up if you if you need to with all the, the bonuses and everything going on. I'm, I still can't... True. I still can't do it. I still... It's... it's I do it just for like sake of having to world quest here and there. I'm not that into pet battles that I would literally do an event with. I don't enjoy it that much. Well, I'm I, fine. I'm fine with wait until next week. I'm not so big into like the limited events of like oh do this and get some whatever. Like I like the the pet battle dungeons that they've implemented where like I, I know like whaling caverns and it's like you go through it and then there's a a. a ceiling in that where it's like level or if you level a bunch of them and you can clear the entire dungeon without healing any single of your your pets you're allowed to swap through as many pets as you want but if you clear it without doing any of that you get a, a warp like a teleport to wailing caverns so like stuff like that i think is really cool beneficial and like gives you some kind of reward that's like out of the norm for for doing that but it's like at the same time do I really need to teleport to Wailing Caverns? Right. Like, how often do you really need to use to use you know? that one? And Missy, yeah. I swear to God, Missy is gonna like set on my my desk on fire if I don't tell you guys this. Trainer Squirt is up on February twelfth, Friday. Trainer Squirt up February twelfth. She's only said it nine times in the Discord today, and mm -hmm. hundred and forty times in chat before the show started. So, mm -hmm. little Missy would like you to know, Trainer Squirt. <laughs> up 12th get leveling get your pets <laughs> get them online i have so many tokens do the right thing that people. i could just max level so many of them i just i'm just not interested indy just do give, the right give thing. me world of warcraft indy. pet battles indy. on the phone and, and i'll do it indy indy, <laughs> indy. just yes. just do the right thing level them up i'll do it get them there all right i'll do it missy is 15th on her server for pet battles that's disgusting. That's disgusting. <laughs> Get on her level. Get on her level. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
says the guy who has 370 minions in Final Fantasy. Um, let's move on, and uh, we'll kind of circle back on the whole mythic discussion because Anima, you know, the only thing you get from raid drops, um, <laughs> that's getting buffed. Actually, it's been buffed. Um, you could tell I do the show notes a few days earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's been buffed, and so here's the deal. You'll now get 70 total anima where you know you'll get two or three of the the drop but you'll get total 70 total and oh, oh my god stop highlighting the link Jesus you did not need to bold and make daddy d red <laughs> in the show notes Indy. you did not need to do that <laughs> uh so you're going to get 70 for mythic 7 through 9s 105 for mythic 10s and up 105 for the first eight raid bosses in Nathria, and 175 for Stone Generals and Daddy D, respectively, individually. 175. Big bold red Daddy. Big bold red Daddy D. For Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, I don't think anybody on this panel is going to complain about getting more anima for doing shit we already do. No. So that's I think so- their mythic numbers are still low. Okay, good. Because I wrote right in the show notes, as soon as I read this, I was like, guys, really? So I put it in here with question marks. So yeah. I'm going to, this is my opinion. I'm going to phrase it as a question and let you two see if you agree. Indy, I think you already do. I, I said, I put this in the show notes. Doesn't it feel bad though to still be getting less or maybe equal amounts of anima from a mythic 10 plus when compared mm-hmm. to just a, a world quest. You can go through a raid and come out with, what, over 1,200, but if you do a Mythic 10, get 105 versus doing a five-minute world quest, it still doesn't feel super balanced. Like, I think that you should get the reward should kind of uh, equal the effort. Zista, I've run world uh, Mythic plus 10s with you. And with other people, with a few different groups. So we should not, it's not like the same group every time. You and I are like the only common denominators. Maybe that's why it's terrible. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I- I've run Mythic 10s with you. They're, <laughs> I mean, I almost feel like at the end of it, like we should be all just giving our anima to one person that was the MVP. <laughs> because I almost <laughs> feel bad for like some people in the group that are just doing it as a favor for us or, or, or for me mm-hmm. or for something like that. Uh, because, you know, now I'm fine gear wise. I can go to a 10 and we can, we can fight our way through it in time. But three weeks ago, there were people doing that, that run. I brought you when you were in all blues, right? There were people that were <laughs> there doing me a favor. And the game was like, you like anima? Here's a nickel. Here's a Who nickel kid. Some- Back in my day, a nickel of anima was a milkshake in a comic book. (laughs) (laughs) Whopping 35 anima droplet. Who takes a blue gear tank to a mythic 10, though? Who does that? Yeah, you. 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 (laughs) Who takes a blue gear tank? Yeah, we did. We didn't time it, but we did it. Uh, Who takes a tank in blue gear to a mythic 10 and then bribes the healer to kill him? You. That is also true. That is also you. Also you. I don't know. I feel like they really have to figure out anima. I, I'm not going to scoff at more anima for shit I'm already doing. Sure, I'm going to take it. Great. I love that it's increased. But objectively, Indy and I, we're on the same page. Where are you, Zista? It, to me, it still feels terrible doing a 
10 plus. I mean, and walking yeah, out with no gear drop and as much anima now as I could have gotten or less that I could have gotten from taking five minutes and doing a world quest. It, it definitely feels low. And then for people like me who don't exceed the amount of weekly anima that we need, like, you know, if I, if I get it through passive means, but I don't go searching for world quests that have anima once I hit that 1000 mark, you know, it's like, it feels like we're low. Like I, I know I could be doing more to get it, but like, I'm still sitting at, I think it's tier three for my mirror network and in, in Revendreth. Like, I want the the portal back to Oribos. Like that would be fantastic, but you know, I I haven't uh, haven't earned enough anima. I'm sitting at like I think three k out of like the ten k that I need to do it, mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm sitting there mathing it. I'm like, well, I'll have that in seven weeks. That'll be good. So, <laughs> and and I get where Omi's coming from in chat. That lore wise, anima drought. You know, it makes sense. You know, I'm not arguing that point, but God. If gear feels bad and anima feels bad, and why the hell am I playing this? <laughs> yeah, because it's fun. I mean, the game's still fun regardless of of gear and anima. I'm still having a blast actually playing the game. You know, learning the mechanics, doing stuff with my guild. But if I was just a solo player going through, I probably would have stopped playing a while ago. Yeah, this is definitely an expansion. I think you have to be gilded for, or at least have four friends for. Yeah. 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 I mean, I literally, I hit a stone wall trying to pug things before I was like, all right, I guess I'll go join Zestus Guild. Pugging is painful. I guess too, I have to. I guess I have to. No, I'm appreciative. I love all those people. Pugging hmm. is painful. Silent also, Chaos for get... life, for days. It's a great way to stay in shape. It's a great way to stay in shape. Like indie heels for days. <laughs> That's all I do. That's all I do. Uh, Indy, you and I can just talk about this because this doesn't care, but did you watch MDI Cup 2 this weekend? Some of it. Not as uh, much as Cup 1? I, I mean, I was so into the first one just because it was the first time I was watching that level of, oh, jeez. What? 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 Uh, somebody's nomming over there just looking off into the distance. Yeah, he doesn't care. It's like when, I, when <laughs> I'm on uh, State of the Realm and they talk about PvP and Final Fantasy XIV. That's smoke break time. because we're talking about the MDIs. <laughs> just enjoy, enjoy your cake, boss. It's, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I, enjoy, mm-hmm. I enjoy watching uh, you know, pre-made groups running Mythics. It doesn't necessarily have to be the MDIs. I would watch it. I watch streams of it, you know? Um, I just enjoy seeing how people tackle some of these more unforgiving uh, dungeons with a, a strict a strict timer. Did Did you see how it ended? Like, did you catch final day? Not. I, I know I linked the fi- video and stuff, but did you watch it live? I didn't watch it, but <sighs> I, spoilers are fine. I'm I'm good with it. It was so exciting, so exciting. So remember, <laughs> MDI Cup won. Yes. It was perplexed and Echo in the finals. Yeah. And perplexed took it. And we've talked about like, you know, is is Echo on the down, you know, because they've been on a high for so long is like this is a changing of the guard moment and perplexed uh, comes in. Right. So it was perplexed against Echo in MDI Cup two in the semifinals. Perplex sends Echo to the down bracket. They beat him. There was a horrible mistake in uh, the other side when with Echo basically cost them the the entire thing um Uh, they they only killed three on the last boss not all four and it just put them too far behind they were just done after that point 
Echo wins in lower bracket after getting bounced down by Perplexed. Echo wins 2-0 in the lower bracket to fight their way back to the finals against Perplexed. (laughs) (laughs) So Perplexed beats Echo to take MDI Cup 1. Come all the way around to MDI Cup 2. Go to the semifinals. Lose to Perplexed again. Fight your way back up into the finals to go against Perplexed. A repeat of the MDI Cup 1 finals. Echo loses the first dungeon. Again, it was the other side. (laughs) And then they win two straight to bounce Perplexed and take it. That had to feel so good. Like, it's a good story. It is, right? It was yeah. like, I'm like, am I watching The Last Dance? Where's Jordan? I mean, he's <laughs> he's got to be on this team somewhere. It was so phenomenal. So this was happening on, on Sunday, though, right? The same yeah. day as the Super Bowl? Yeah. Did it overlap? Yeah. yeah. Do you think that, do you <laughs> think little, that hurt viewership bit. at all? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, but it was super, super exciting to watch. Perplexed, obviously, they just they just did they did them Indy. They they did their thing. Their their loss was well earned by Echo. It wasn't like a huge perplexed mistake that boosted Echo into winning, but that mm-hmm. had to feel real good. So now they yeah. get the MDI Cup too. So now, but we've only seen two teams in finals, and both teams have won one of those two finals. So it was definitely exciting to watch. Uh, Would you yeah. say it was more or less exciting than the Super Bowl? It was more exciting than the Super more. Bowl. Man, I, I, my, Mahomes was. It was kind of fun just watching Mahomes run for his life. I mean, that's all he did that game. Good lord! It was yeah, like, I still have not watched one second of footage. Running for your life, though. Right. <laughs> like I'm so I'm so out of touch with the Super Bowl. I don't know who was in the halftime show. I don't even know what two teams were in it this year. Like I, 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 I didn't watch one show second. Was of a it. joke. I, I, I didn't watch it. I don't know. I was busy sorting <laughs> Final Fantasy TCG cards. I wasn't even watching the halftime show. There you go. Yeah, that's a dorky adult thing to say I was doing during the Super Bowl, right? I was sorting my trading card collection of Final <laughs> Fantasy cards. <laughs> I was getting ready for my next Final Fantasy TCG tournament. <laughs> I'm an yeah. adult. I'm a grown-up. Grown up. My Yeah, Damina and, and my daughter Cassidy, they love the halftime show, so... Uh, but yeah, so I'm showing a little bit of the the final round here uh, with Echo and Perplex. It was fantastic. Like, yeah. I have not been into the MDI for a while. Uh, playing these dungeons, obviously not at a plus 18 level, but at a plus 10, plus 11, plus 12-ish level right now. Uh, I am very much enjoying watching watching these these teams. Little Missy gonna call me a nerd. You son of a. <laughs> you are 15th on your server in pet battles. And I'm the nerd. And I'm the nerd. You're our lore keeper for the segment at the end of our show where it's dorky lore trivia from World of Warcraft. And I'm the nerd. I'm the nerd. Mm-hmm. Do you guys see this cool-ass helm, though? Speaking of nerdy oh shit. Oh, my God. Please. Please. I need it. I need it. Speaking of I mean, nerdy it's stuff. Cheap and just under, like, $300, right? Oh, I need it. Did they release a price yet? I couldn't find one. Yeah. Yeah, uh... Two ninety nine ninety nine. Two ninety nine. Oh, a bargain at twice what, the price. What mm-hmm. bills are gonna suffer for this home of domination? <laughs> She's like, gang, I'm not gonna be able to stream because I'm not gonna have electricity for two months. <laughs> but I got <laughs> but my helm when I come back, you are gonna love this new helm. <laughs> <laughs> 
pretty badass. A little over 15 inches tall, uh, almost 17 inches when it's on the stand. So not exactly, you know, one-to-one scale, a little smaller. Um, I mean, your kids could probably wear it if they're if they're smaller kids, but Oof. I don't think I'm getting that on my big melon. Don't let kids near that. No, <laughs> don't. That thing is beautiful. That thing is beautiful. <laughs> Nerdy I stuff. Mean, at at three hundred dollars, if it was life size and I could fit it on my head, then yeah, I'd probably go for it. But I I definitely would too. On top. Honestly, I think that was the <laughs> zist. I think you nailed the only reason I'm not buying this because I can't wear it. Yep. <laughs> I can't wear. It. You would have, you would, I know you might, you would have it set in, in the stream as like a point redemption. And every time you'd set it low enough that people would redeem it and you'd be like, yes, I'm yeah. wearing it. I'd be like, Do your glasses go over yeah. top of it though. Oh, I don't, <laughs> or, I will surgically implant the glass on my eyes if it gets my head in that thing. Or you this can is, just wear contact lenses. No, that, well, oh, do they make those now? Uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to put the glass right on my eyes. Uh, Arthas is one of my favorite like bad guy video game villains. I would, oh my god, to have like a not cheap one of these that I could just sit there and wear. I'd raid in it. I'd do mythics in it. I would. I'd play fucking Rocket League on my stream with it on. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care. <laughs> Today we're gonna play FFTCG on the stream. Why are you wearing an Arthas helm? Because I can. <laughs> because I own it and it fits. <laughs> there mm -hmm. <laughs> I'd play Rocket League without my head says Jason that's what Jason says last few things before we wrap it up today um, as part of the investor call uh, or not sorry part, not part of the investor call uh, <laughs> part of a LinkedIn profile might have leaked might have leaked a little something that Blizzard is working on regarding uh, some type of project by the name, at least right now, Fenway. This comes from Maxine Virtue's uh, LinkedIn profile that quote said, she is working on outsourced, uh, outsourced and insource management for Warcraft 3 Reforged, Starcraft 2, Starcraft Remastered slash Cartooned Edition, Diablo 3, and Fenway. Partnered with 10 art studios and 10 freelance artists for a total budget of $7.5 million. Now it should be noted uh, that this LinkedIn profile has since been updated with Fenway removed from the uh, profile. Uh, too little, too late. Too little, too late. Um, they have wearable Helms of Domination for 167. No, they don't, do they? Like, mm -hmm. but see, I would want it, is it like plastic or like, no, I I mean, I would pay three, $400 if it was actual metal armor, nice. You know, I want Adam Savage to have built the damn thing. Like, <laughs> If, if we could get Adam Savage to build me a helm of domination, I will never leave my house. I would go to work for my day job with it on, on Zoom calls. Well, and if I you want to fire me, on... I don't fucking care. I'm going to nuke this entire town because you all have the scourge. The one that's on the Blizzard Gear store is uh, like 88% polyresin and it's like 6% alloy. So No. No, I want this thing to weigh 90 pounds on my skull. I just, <laughs> just thunk. Like if, There's pictures on this listing of people wearing it, and it looks legit. Like, if I had it, I want it to be so heavy. If I had it on and jumped, I would give myself a concussion as it, <laughs> as it went up and came down. That's how sturdy I want this bitch. 
Okay. Okay. I saw like this tremendous cosplay of this thing. It was on it was you know one of those YouTube makes it Adam Savage type things. And it was very, very cool looking, super cool looking. They were like, we got it down to 70 pounds. And I was like, what's the fun in that? That thing, I, if I don't limp from having wearing that armor, no, it doesn't work. It's not real anyway. So it's not worth it to you unless it causes like neurological damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I didn't say I was going to jump in it. I just said I want it heavy enough that if I did, I want the helm to dominate me. Get it? Well, you know, you know what it did to Arthas, so careful. <laughs> careful what you wish for. Zing. <laughs> anyway, Maxine went ahead and took Fenway off of her LinkedIn profile after this was reported. Uh, I would love to think that this is something new, but I'm, if I had to guess, this is probably a code name for the Diablo 2 remake. That's just my take on it. I'd love for it to be something new that I don't know about. I don't want it to be one of the two cell phone things we know are already in the works, but I guess it could be that too, Zista. Uh well her her the other track record she has she hasn't worked on any of the mobile right any mobile games whatsoever so um but she has that, been but... on the reforged part of things so yeah yeah um I actually could see reforged coming to, to mobile that would be interesting uh, not that I want to play it but be interesting um but yeah no uh it could be it could be but I think it was one time when they were talking about the uh the new IPs and stuff that they actually launch, like for every one that we hear about, it's like 15 others were canceled. So, um, you know, they got to a certain point in development and never got to see the light of day. So yeah. How's Titan um, going? Oh wait. Yeah. Well, I mean, Titan became overwatch. So like something good came out of that still, but, um, I don't know. I'm hoping it's a new IP. Um, we've been kind of quiet on new IPs since overwatch. So, I think it's about time. Overwatch is what, I agree. Three or four years. I now? would like I it to be four. a new IP. I think yeah. it's the code name for the Diablo 2 remake. What do you think, Indy? No idea. No idea. I honestly couldn't. No. I, I tried no thinking of like what it could reference because of obviously Fenway Park for Boston. Yeah. And then Jason Winter and I were like, are there any big green monsters in Diablo 2? Like well known oh, big green, green monsters monster. in Diablo 2? There really aren't. I mean, really? I, you could argue that the shamans are, but they're not like, you know, huge monsters or maybe it's just something that has no correlation with anything because people yeah it, it could have been like their hr software somebody <laughs> went to fenway that day yeah. you know like it's, they just, it's uh, their timekeeping software at the blizzard offices yeah, <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> yeah. whatever uh maybe so maybe we'll hear something about it at uh, blizzcon line uh maybe we won't going back to the financials though i did separate this bit out uh, we will not be seeing Diablo 4 or Overwatch 2 anytime this year from Bobby Kotick's uh, statements at the uh, at the financial um, the financial call uh, that they are not expected to contribute to the 2021 line for Blizzard but more remastered content will launch this year which I don't think surprises any of us now that we are pretty sure the Diablo 2 remake is on its way. Indy, you, you had something there? No, it was just uh, a womp womp. You know, we knew that was going to happen. Well, I was still I was still on the, I think Overwatch 2 comes out this year, at least like into an open beta. So now clearly wrong on that one. I'm 0 for 2 on my Overwatch 2 uh, predictions. 
I guess it's time mm-hmm. for me to let it go. I don't know, like an entire an entire year without Overwatch two means they might have to pump out another hero sometime soon. So I'm actually expecting now at BlizzCon Online that we get an official new hero announcement. Well, Goblin says the studio in New York would be working on the D2 remaster. So that's Vicarious. We talked about them on last week's show. They would not be working exclusively, or at least they weren't at the time, exclusively working. They were doing some minor helping with it. Now that they've been purchased, it's likely that they've taken it over. So I could still see the Diablo 2 remake being internally in Blizzard referred to under a code name with Blizzard employees like Maxine assigned to it in some way. Uh, maybe they aren't now with the Vicarious Studio purchase, but yeah, yeah, we talked about that on last week's show. I want to ask you too, do you think there's a case here? So normally you see these types of, uh, hey, you stole my idea, you son of a gun, and um, I'm going to take you to court because you stole my thing. But this one actually has copyright involved in it so let me take you i'm going to show you the pictures but i'm going to take you down the path here on exactly uh what is going on so the creator of a character this is uh, coming from kotaku reporting uh, a character called Cade janice developed as part of a film pitch is taking activision infinity ward and major league gaming to court accusing them of going behind his back and stealing the character for use in call of duty modern warfare Clayton Hagen, the creator of the character, uh, went so far to work with streamer Alex Zendra to bring Janice to life. Now, Haugen's suit alleges that when trying to draw attention to his work by publishing it on social media, Activision and some partners saw it and actively tried to work to get her into the Call of Duty game, changing her name to Mara, And going as so far as, and these are the accusations made in the suit, not accusations I personally am making, used Hagen's Cade Janus photographs as guides for how to frame their own imaging and photographs, hired the same talent who had posed for Hagen's Cade Janus photographs, asked the talent to ask Hagen for the same clothing and gear that she wore when he created the Cade Janus photographs, hired the same makeup professional who prepared the talent for Hagen Cade's Uh, Janice's photographs directed her to do the talent's makeup exactly as they had for Kay Janice directed her to style talent's hair as they had for Kay Janice even using the same uh, hairpiece extension and then photographed and three-dimensionally scanned the talent using the Kay Janice photographs as a guide now here's the thing you can always we've always seen this oh that that looks like me or that looks like something I drew or whatever But here's the thing that makes it a little bit different, and I want your take on whether it uh, elevates this a little bit. And Kotaku asked the same question. Um, This moves from they stole my stuff to copyright infringement because Hagen says he registered copyrights for the story in 2012 and 2013, and then his photographs, and I think that's the more important bit, in 2020. Do they have a case here? Activision, Infinity War, are they going to have to pay out some cash here, you think? 100%. There's a case there. So I'm showing like a kind of a template that has a bunch of the Cade character photographs and then Mara. This one I I think is really, really telling. Cade on the left and Mara on the right. It's a clear-cut case. There's a definite case there. And the fact that these photos existed before the replication happened, whether it was, I mean, in this case... 
sometimes it's unintentional. Yeah. Because somebody's inspired by something. I mean, that's why also we have fan fiction today. Um, this goes beyond inspiration. This was somebody literally taking the the like recipe for this character and and recreating it with the same model, with the same um, gear, with the same like everything is the same, and this is a definite case. And I I think I hate people who copy, plagiarize, steal IP, and and I think this is definitely stolen IP. So it's unfortunate for the person who actually came up with the idea. And I hope they get, I hope they actually win their case. I hate to say anything bad against, you know. Is this that you're just kind of nodding. You're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, it's, like, it's I mean, if all like, of that is clue, if all of that stuff. is true with the model, I don't see how you let this go to court if you're Activision. Like if the model is like, yeah, Activision called me. They asked me to get the costume they asked me for the hair extensions they asked who did the makeup we they said do it the same i mean that's your star witness right there if that model comes to court and says mm -hmm. that all the things being alleged are true as hagen says they are uh and happen the way hagen says they are i think activist is just like you know what we need to send this dude a check we Settle just that. we just need to go home send this dude a check <laughs> yeah we'll pay him for his ip yeah yeah, I mean, it gets it gets dicey when you're talking about likenesses of a real person and stuff. But when you're stylizing it after, you know, that's like if, if somebody was to cosplay as a character from World of Warcraft and then you create a character based off that person's cosplay, you're technically stealing the IP. Yeah, it's absolutely so. different if I see like if I see Indy as a character in some modeling work and I say, dude, I love the way Indy, that actress Indy is modeling. I want her to come and model some stuff for me. Um, yeah. that's totally different than Indy. I want you to come here and model this character for us. And I want it to look exactly like the last character you did. Then I'm not interested in Indy. I'm interested in the character Indy was playing and stealing yeah. that character. Yeah. But the clothes yeah. are different. Yeah, you're right, chat. <laughs> the clothes are different. <laughs> That'll be their defense. Look, ours wears green. Yours wears blue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, we got to finish up here. We got to finish up here. Poor, poor Jason is going to stream, and he's already half an hour late. Uh, Blizzard and Fanatics, uh, not confirmed yet, but seem to be ending their relationship uh, as far as exclusivity in the esports merchandise and clothing line. Got to say, I'm really kind of glad I wasn't a huge fan of the Fanatics uh, merchandise, and if you go to Reddit or other places i am not alone on this although blizzard hasn't announced anything officially as far as ending the partnership most reports are saying that it was pretty mutual and they have officially said on the overwatch pages at least that overwatch teams are now going to be at least in the short term responsible for marketing and working with whoever they want on sports merchandise so that seems to indicate that yes these reports are true it just hasn't been officially announced that this partnership has ended i don't think there's anything we can really debate or discuss on that i just thought it newsworthy to bring on the show do either do you do you like buy esports merchandise i i do have a jersey for the pittsburgh knights but it no, wasn't I, I, I will say that uh during season one of Overwatch League when the uh, the Shanghai Dragons, I think it was, when they were not winning a single match, like they had the, the longest losing streak ever. I almost bought a, a shirt for them, um, but I didn't. That was the closest I've ever come, though. 
Jason says he bought an owl jacket, but only because it was 75% off. Was it Fanatics? And if so, were you happy with it? Um, while you answer that in chat, the last thing, hey, Crash Bandicoot 4 is coming to the battle.net. Uh, uh, battle oh, it was season one. Okay. Uh, the battle.net launcher in March. So getting a little bit of flavor in there. Zista, you seem to think this is part of a bigger plan. I mean, all I can say is it's about time. <sighs> Indy, uh, I appreciate you linking the helm to me in the show notes. <laughs> That's not going to do it for me, though. That's too much resin. It looks exactly like resin. Not going to. It's nice. I'm not taking anything away from the artist and their work there, but that's not going to work for me. I. Sorry. Yeah, I need I need like yeah. plate and chain mail sounds when I you walk want around. The actual helm of domination. I want to you be want Arthas. Shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's go to Lorelai's. <laughs> oh, what a mess. What a mess. What a mess. Welcome to Lorelai's, the segment we end every show with. We're each going to read one statement, two of which is a stone cold honest truth. One of them has a lie in it somewhere. Could be a little tiny lie. Could be a great big lie. It's your job to find out which one has the lie and then tell us what the lie is. You can do that in our comments over on YouTube or over on readycheckradio.com. And of course, as always, a huge thank you to Lil Missy, our resident lore master slash lore keeper. You can follow her Twitter right there on the bottom of the screen. If you're on Spotify or YouTube, it's L-I-L, Lil Missy, M-I-S-S-Y, 4205. Last week, the second statement on lore lies was false. The Kyrian are overcome with doubting aspirants at the Temple of Purity. Those who are overwhelmed by their doubt become the fallen and are sent to heal at the Temple of Loyalty. But it becomes clear that they aren't being helped at the Temple of Loyalty, and they are turning those sent there into the Forsworn. So here are your challenges for this week. I'll go first. With the use of the dark crystals, the Maw Walker witnesses the memories of Lysonia speaking with a cloaked figure. This figure convinces Lysonia to join and help build the Forsworn, but the vault of the Archon's dark crystal is required for the final memory. The final memory reveals that the Forsworn are working with the Maw as the Maw Sworn is seen in the vision. This information is being kept hidden from Uther, the vengeful one. Players are finally granted an audience with the Archon to bring news of what was discovered in Lysonia's memories. Curious about how the Temple of Purity was attacked when they have special wards in place, discover one has been deactivated and that Uther is in the process of tampering with the Temple of Courage's ward. The Temple of Courage is vulnerable and the Maul Walker is rushed to assist only to discover it's being attacked by the Maldraxxi forces, the sworn protectors of the Shadowlands. The Hand of Courage rushes to help the Paragon of Courage, Xandria, but is transformed into a bone wraith by necromancer Amarth. Xandria gives chase into the necrotic wake while players must bring word of Maldraxxus' betrayal to Ouroboros. One of those statements is not true. True. Tell us which one and why in the comments on YouTube 
or on readycheckradio.com. And uh, little Missy does have a little extra thought for you, by the way. She likes to muse about these things when she's not calling her fiancé bad at raiding loud enough that the raid group can hear it on the Discord <laughs> as mm-hmm. he blinks and gets himself and his partner nuked during Sludge Fist. <laughs> um, actually, I think it was Shriekwing, wasn't it? <laughs> You're so bad at this! <laughs> Yeah, it was, was, was Shriek Wang. Yeah. Or as we call him, Shrank Wang. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Little Missy does want me to give you these thoughts. Uh, if the Valkyr had a pact with Salvanus to take her place when she dies again, does this mean that they are the first Mossworn, or did they cease to exist? And if the Dark Lady was doomed to the same fate as Arthas, does that mean that all the freed souls from Frostmourne were forced to the Maw as well? So just some things for you to think about this week until we meet again on Snowbound Tuesdays 7pm Eastern if Indy decides to be there on time (laughs) but chat hang on tight because after the show we got a streamer coming on Mr. Jason Winter how are you sir what you playing tonight I'm always here on time yeah you were you were here early you're always here early (laughs) yeah was not two casts in a row that I've been on that 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 people haven't shown up on time. Hmm. Uh, it's not in a row. Not in a row. Oh, oh that's but right. I, the I, one I've with Troy. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're no, talking... oh. no. Who was late Saturday? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was uh, late. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was late. I was late. Anyway. So, I was driving. <laughs> Can't you cast while driving? Stream while driving? We can try no. it. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Uh, <laughs> what are you playing tonight? <laughs> Uh, continue with my Wasteland 3 playthrough. Uh, I got some done over the weekend. And a part of the, the highlight was not uh, you actually accidentally killing Faye. Oh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> but instead, I had a mission to like go and talk to like these, this faction and try and get them to help us. And along the way, I had to kind of interact with two other factions. And in the end, I think I pissed all three of them off and nice. actually wound up obliterating the one I was supposed to be diplomatic with. So Very nice. Well, I, I wasn't trying to. I swear, I'm trying to be a good person in this playthrough, but... Uh, well, chat, hang tight. A few minutes after post-show, we'll go dark for 30 seconds as usual. We'll bring Jason back up uh, and for his stream. And if it ends at the time it's normally supposed to end, you'll get to watch him for, I don't know, about eight minutes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> until next Tuesday, Indy, where can everybody find you, my friend? You can find me pretty much everywhere at Indy Garona. So I stream pretty much daily, twitch.tv slash Indy Garona, and all my socials are the same. Little tidbit, this coming Sunday, I will be doing a charity stream for the animals uh, on Valentine's Day because I love animals more than humans. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be doing charity streaming. I wasn't later on Saturday, Jason. Shut up. (laughs) It's it's basically a tie between Indy and I. Okay. Zista. You can find me down below at uh, It's Zista. This show is never going to end. It's just... I'm on Twitter, you can find me on Twitch at Zista XIZTA. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally. I mean, if you want, whatever. At MagicMan1 <laughs> on Twitter. I'd really like it if you'd follow at RC Radio. But you know what? I mean, if you're not feeling up to it, I'm going to remind you next week to do it. Stay safe, and we'll see you on the servers. Dear Lord. It's about time, get it? Because like that's the name of the title, and then you know, yeah, finally I got it. I just don't want it. <laughs> <laughs>